0: Vista, episode 302. My name is Ben, and I am here at the field testing laboratory for the Institute for Developing the Perfect Saturday Night. Deep beneath the New Mexico desert is a complex of perfectly simulated living rooms in which, day after day, hundreds of subjects try out different combinations and configurations of the perfect mix of activities to create the most pleasant, regret-free use of a Saturday night with no obligations. Here we find Examination Chamber 507B, in which the subject... Having popped one melatonin, currently halfway through a glass of Tempranillo, <laughs> is watching a blurry VHS recording of the 1975 Flyers v Sabres Stanley Cup <laughs> final. It's Lucy. Hi, Hello. Lucy. Hello.
1: That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Could we get a little God of War in here later?
0: Well, that's if you're not too sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy little lids <laughs> open. Had
1: that melatonin already.
0: And the Tempranillo as well, yeah. <laughs> I googled best Flyers game <laughs> to, uh, to get that. You and, had uh, to
1: go pretty far back.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> they won the Stanley Cup two years in a row. That's it. Yeah, and that uh-huh. was the game. Yeah. Pretty yep. cool.
1: Pretty cool.
0: Over here in Examination Chamber 194D, we see a man working on his second Great Northern Zero as he watches Terminator 2 for the first time in a couple of years. He picks up his phone periodically to post,
2: this shit whips, in the group <sighs> chat. It's Theo. Yeah. Hey, Theo. Hey. I mean, I've already, I think I've lived this one. Do I have to live it again? Uh, can, can I can I update it? I was I was <laughs> ser- actually searching for the perfect Saturday night last night. Um I I queued up the raid uh but it was only dubs, no subs. Yeah and but... so I queued it up from Andrew's server, also only dubs, yeah, no subs. I had so... the
0: exact same thing happen to me ah, uh like two months ago because I'm but using the there's same also servers.
2: like Five lines of dialogue in the entire movie, and then <laughs> otherwise, it's just like muffled screaming and hammer sounds. So it doesn't actually change the experience that much. Well, it does because if you're listening, to, this is so stupid. If you're watching
0: the dub of the raid, yeah, you are getting an alternate soundtrack composed yep. by Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park, and you're also getting oh, an shit. original Deftone song in the end credits. Oh, <laughs> that's not in the original release of the raid. Oh,
2: so hang on, so which one do I, do you get that in, is that in the, yeah, it's version? in the really shitty American version has the okay. cool Mike Shinoda soundtrack, yeah. Fuck, all right, all oh. right. Yeah. Swings it's, and roundabouts. Yeah, swings
0: and roundabouts, it's not so bad. Uh, and also with us, uh, spending Somehow. her Saturday <laughs> night on a, doing an episode of a, an Australian small time comedy current events podcast, it's Jasmine from No Joy. Hey, how you doing?
3: Hi.
4: <laughs> Good. My mind is just blown in so many ways. <laughs> you want to talk <laughs> hockey? You're talking about the Flyers.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Mike Shinoda, <laughs> your favorite? <laughs> Mike, yeah,
4: Lincoln Park. Oh, but anyway, it's solo Mike, not Lincoln Park.
0: No, right? just just Mike. Just so okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's solo him. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't believe more people aren't talking about the alternate score to the movie The Raid,
2: composed by Mike. <laughs> I Shinoda. Mean, I'm going to be now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> it's incredible.
2: Because I was thinking, like the score is is actually really cool. To this, like it's got a lot of like uh, got a lot of like rumbly bass synth mm. and stuff. It's good. Yeah, I'm yeah. googling
1: this movie right now. I've never heard of it. The raid. Thank you. the oh, raid. Oh,
2: you've yeah. got to watch the raid. All right, you simply must. Yeah, you like uh, you into broken kneecaps and people being hit with, with, with axes? Not
1: really.
4: Okay.
2: All right.
0: <laughs>
4: That's kind of how the Flyers play.
0: <laughs> so, All right. True. Are you, I mean, it's it's probably an insulting thing for like two different reasons to ask someone from Canada. Are you a big hockey person? Is it
2: like yes, obligatory?
4: Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm from Montreal, so yes.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Okay.
4: Montreal Canadiens are uh, a must. Yes. So,
2: Wait, where was the movie Goon based?
4: So that was. We have a song on there talking about soundtrack. Oh shit! Oh, there's really? Ghost, Ghost Blonde. The song Ghost Blonde <laughs> appears in the movie Goon.
2: Holy wow. fuck! I World. get like a
4: three cents uh because it's in syndication <laughs> in a bunch of different languages. Yeah, it's I gotta go legally film.
2: watch that now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it is a great film. It is truly one of the only movies I've seen that was accurately representing. Like, um I think it takes it takes place in Halifax. So that's the east coast they don't really have an Uh nhl uh team over there so it's like but there's still so much hockey so it's all like minor league stuff which is sometimes way rougher and crazier (laughs) um so that movie's incredible and uh you know i watched the whole stanley cup uh, series this year and it was rooting for the florida panthers but they lost
0: the florida panthers yeah because
4: they florida were so bad
2: as an nhl team very graceful ice panthers you wouldn't expect <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs>
4: they, and, the, and they're you know how like in their arenas there's like chants and stuff florida mm. panthers they just go roar <laughs> like a pan <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rawr. i was so into the like just like it's so modest
3: oh, yeah it's I ridiculous really like but- yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is this is this somehow like a, a Cuban exile kind of thing? They brought the <laughs> ice hockey <laughs> home. <laughs>
0: they they got two very strong teams in Florida. God damn. Do you? Uh, sorry to backtrack, but do you know how you ended up on the Goon soundtrack?
4: Yes, I do. Uh, Jay Baruchel, who is the director of the film, is a is a pal and was um. God damn. Was trying to sync. I I believe he was trying to sync Slow Dive and this was 2010, I think. Slow Dive was like, nah, we broke up and we're expensive. (laughs) So he's like, who's like a crappier, cheaper Slow Dive? And he gave me a call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yes. That's fucking (laughs) amazing. Uh, This is a related question. Do you know why one of your albums ended up, not on the soundtrack, but just physically on screen in Nope? (laughs)
4: Oh, really? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I that came through. I think Joyful Noise, yeah, recordings who put out one of my records, and they were just like, "Hey, look what happened! Look, it's in Nope." I was like, "What? <laughs> what set designer? Like, what is going on?" I I have no idea. It's so wow, cool. there's so many yeah. weird
0: deep cuts in that, on like the shirts and stuff in Nope. Where I was like, "Wait, is he wearing an Earth shirt? What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> deeply strange. Yeah. Just
1: someone on the crew putting their favorite stuff on there, probably. Yeah, little Easter yeah. yeah,
0: that fucking rules. Goddamn. <laughs> Um, so, you're on here ostensibly for promotional purposes, but really, uh, it's just because I fucking, I guess it was Wednesday over here, Whatever, whenever you announced the reissue of the album, I like woke up, immediately picked up my phone because I have a deeply unhealthy relationship with my phone. <laughs> First thing I saw on Twitter was that uh, Wait to Pleasure was being re-released on vinyl like 30 seconds later, between my eyes opening from sleep and me spending a hundred bucks and getting two records shipped over <laughs> oh, was like instant. Uh, it's one of my favorite two oh, guys records of all time. Oh, and I was you. like, this is as good an excuse as any to be like, Hey, do yeah. you want to come on a podcast?
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, so you you guys in... have been well reviewed by pitchfork, etc., And we're the 14th best comedy <laughs> podcast in <laughs> Australia. So <laughs> sort of a that seems match made generous. in
4: heaven. <laughs> I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so you yeah, you're putting it back on vinyl uh, yeah. for its ten year anniversary, um, which you didn't do with Ghost Blonde, right? This is just like
3: yeah,
4: we didn't do it with Ghost Blonde. We kind of thought we would, and then uh, it was like pandemic, and then mm-hmm. like we didn't know, and then it was just there was so many delays getting vinyl back in uh, like in production after like things were shut down for a year. So then it just sort of happened, and we we're like, okay, well. We missed it. <laughs> oh, well, we'll go for 20 <laughs> years. Slept on that. <laughs> 15? I don't know. We'll wait. Maybe at
2: some point. 11-year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. It's all made up. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's, 10 years is like a fair chunk of time. Do you still feel like connected to it? Are you still listening to it being like, oh, goddamn, yeah. This, this is good. <laughs> this is great. I'm doing the right thing here.
4: Uh, I don't know if I ever thought that, but <laughs> I, I still kept playing those songs. Live. Like, I've been playing most of that record. In some way or another, on tour for the last ten years, so I always, I never really lost touch with them. Yeah, right. For the most part, so I kind of they most of them kind of stuck around
0: since then. It's a wild, like, it's gotta feel strange. We're all roughly in the same age ballpark. Ten years is just a crazy amount of time to have pass and still kind of be like Mm. an adult person that's roughly the same. I know. I know. I remember specifically the house party I was at where someone made me uh, download that album on Spotify Uh, and, like, I was a baby at that time. Not an actual baby. I was 23 (laughs) years old. Um, But, like, it's just so weird. It's such a, a trip. And also I recently ran into three of the people that were at that exact same house party and they're all exactly the same. They're all still doing the same things. I think they all still live in the same share house. Oh, no. It's very, very strange. Weird, guys. Also, the, two of those three people are a set of twins and it's I've known them now for like 12 years and I still can't tell them apart. And I ran into both of them separately recently
2: with Maddie Oh, and
0: couldn't be like, oh, hey, Maddie, this is, because I couldn't tell which one they were. And, I was and like, you well, also probably oh. had to
2: reverse engineer whether or not it's the same twin twice mm-hmm. or different twins. <laughs> and we are like, hey, do you remember when I ran into uh, either? Well, one of them has a shitty moustache, but I
0: don't know which one, so I could tell <laughs> oh. they were different. But I, It was so fucking surreal, though, because it happened within, like, a week of each other, and I was like, well, that was excruciating. At least that's not going to happen again soon. <laughs> Guess what? Absolutely
2: fucking punishing.
0: Um, We should probably do some of the dumb bullshit that this podcast is. Yeah, and we're we don't know look how at...
2: to do anything else. No, we really fucking don't.
0: Um, we're going to go for the dumbest kind of bullshit there is. Regional bullshit. Regional bullshit. Every little town has got their own bullshit.
3: Regional bullshit.
1: Every little town has just got to have it.
0: Uh, this comes to us from the Greeley Tribune in Colorado. <laughs> what? It's a place that Grow Up. Extreme Bulls results in bent fences and bruised performers at first night of Greeley Stampede rodeo action. Now, I just want to point out that extreme here is spelt in like the Mountain Dew sense of the word. Oh. So, oh.
2: just e- extreme. Yeah. Speaking of ten years ago, I guess people are
0: probably still living they extreme still lifestyles. That? I assume oh, really? there are Dave Mirrors <laughs> and Matt Hoffman's out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest in peace, Ken Block. He was living extreme he lifestyle. He was, yeah. God, taken too soon. The first night of the twenty twenty three Greeley Stampede officially began on Thursday with the ever popular Extreme Bulls event presented by Colorado Grit Hockey. Sure. <laughs> Keeping a tradition, Miss Rodeo, Colorado, Randallin Madison. <laughs> Madison. Madison? Madison. Madison
4: Madison.
0: Randy, Randy Lynn. Randy Lynn. I I mean it is spelt. There's one word R A N D I L Y N Randolin. I am Randolin. <laughs> Randolin sounds a lot better. Randolin. I like Randolin. It's a beautiful yeah. name for a girl.
3: Yeah.
0: Randolin Madison carried the colors into the arena while fans of all ages held their hands over their hearts for the singing of the national anthem. Then it was time to get down to business. Once again, stock contractor Butler and Son rodeo <laughs> gathered the rankest bulls around.
4: Rankest? What, what do you mean rankest? rankest.
0: Yeah, Rank- I thought maybe that was an Australianism. Uh, so <laughs> means people. like yucky. <laughs> bulls, you
2: know. yeah. Is that Yuckiest a term?
0: Bulls? Like a bull term? I Must guess. Be. Do they mean like the like the highest ranking? Oh. Yeah, the highest ranking bull. Rankest. I thought they just
2: meant like the worst attitude. <laughs> The Most rancid vibes and <laughs> livestock they
0: have.
1: By the way, you can Google Randolyn Madison if you like and see the most American woman you can possibly imagine. The platonic ideal of an American woman. Checking right now.
2: Yeah. Oh, she's on a dirt bike.
0: <laughs> well, that's weird. My results for. Oh, sorry. I had to scroll across. Yeah, there she is. She's
2: on. She's a horseback. Oh, yeah. In most of the photos I'm looking at.
0: America what is a amazing. Place.
2: Mm. It, it must be exciting for, for Canadians, because you guys just get to dip in and out Yeah, Dip right? a little toe yeah. in. It's the a craziest country on earth.
4: You know, like, there's a few states I almost feel we are like, just just come on over. Like, Vermont, yeah. I want to be like, just it's okay. Just come there's, on room. Over. there's room. There's room for us. Come on. There's it's room okay. for
0: Vermont. It's time yeah. for Vermont secession. <laughs> the annexation of I'd Vermont. I've been saying this. <laughs> I feel like the closer you get to the border, like... Oh no, there are definitely some exceptions, but like some of those like Midwest states, you like you just Canadians with more guns, yeah, and you're, yeah. N- you're nice, you're quiet, you're somewhat taciturn. Just come on over, yeah, <laughs> just come on up. Have you you've you would have started touring again now, right? Now that the uh, world yeah. is kind of functioning uh, again.
4: Yeah, I did a little bit last year, a year and a half ago. I haven't been doing as much as I have before because I was working on a new album, but um. But we did just. I kind of, I kind of was like, I want to skip. Let's just go to California. (laughs) Let's just do as many shows you can do in California. (laughs) So we just did like West Coast of the U.S. um, and then playing New York at the end of the year. But haven't done like a full two month blowout in the U.S. It takes so. I mean, it's it's really there's so many places to play and place. It's a big place. A lot of cities. A lot of places to play. So it's it's
0: it's weird that it's like viable to drive on tours like the idea of the tour bus here is fucking stupid because our capital cities are all a thousand kilometers apart yeah so like there's just no reason to do it yeah because what are you gonna do drive for three days to play three shows
3: yeah
4: i was thinking that about australia kind of like canada because like you play montreal the next city you play is maybe toronto and that's six hours away and like you know the the cities are pretty far apart. You you can't really play more than ten cities in Canada, but yeah. if you go into the states, you can play. There's so many, and you're it's driving so like two weird. hours at a time, an hour, and you're in a new place.
0: It's yeah, it's surreal. I like uh, Australia and Canada are sort of organized the same way, except like on a our line is vertical, your line is horizontal. You can sort of yeah, drive yeah. in a straight line across <laughs> and do all the capitals. And here yeah. you can do the three that matter. And then if <laughs> yeah. you're really desperate, keep driving, get on a ferry for eight hours, I was, and then get to the last one.
4: I was mentioning, I was on Google Maps, like just looking at Australia, and I was looking in the like, I guess, on your way to Perth, where it's mm. like nothing.
1: Yeah. But there's yeah. just yeah. a lot of nothing. So just much nothing so much there.
2: There. But like...
4: There's like a Google Maps guy that was just driving, like keeping the records. But like, Fuck. where did he go? He just kept going. What a like, job.
0: yeah, across yeah. the Nullarbor. I would kill for that job. Someone <laughs> was just like, "We will pay you an hourly rate to drive in the part of Australia where there is nothing." He's like listening to podcasts for like just, a month. I'm like, done. I'm there. <laughs> it does seem cruel that like. So, we've got the same situation, yeah, just rotated 90 degrees, except having Perth where it is, is like if you guys had a major capital city at, like, the top of the Yukon or whatever. Oh, <laughs> it was gosh, just like,
4: yeah. <laughs> like, the opposite direction. Just, oh, You're man. You're never
0: going to see anyone ever again. But we don't yeah. know anyone from Perth. Then we don't talk to On anyone purpose. from Perth. Yeah. On purpose, have any of us
1: even so been to Perth? No.
0: No. 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 <laughs> it's like, it's a, what, seven-hour flight to get to Perth. And seven hours from here is, like, Japan. Like yeah, you, yeah, you well. could go yeah, to a different country, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like why would you? You're like, oh man, I could go to, I could go and yeah. see the house where yeah. Kevin Parker grew up. Oh. Yeah, half of the people I from was Perth googling be that be touring team.
2: soon anyway.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I guess seven hour flight here is is kind of how to, you get to Vancouver. It's about that long. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But Check it out.
2: X Files locations, etc. But probably wait, other wait, things in uh, Vancouver. Exactly. No. There's a couple
4: things. The same, but the same logic. Like seven hours, you can end up in. Uh, there's flights to Paris. So, like, if you go to Paris <laughs> instead oh, of yeah. BC, yeah.
0: Why would you bother? Why would you bother? The rankest bulls around, <laughs> including Cool Whip, Skinwalker, Tosca. <laughs> I would Nuxiga. not get on a bull called Skinwalker. Whoa! <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> I like Cool Whip.
2: Yeah, Cool Whip sounds great. <laughs> Skinwalker is what comes out from the bovine version of the fucking uh, lament configuration. <laughs> the bovine? Wait, okay, let's. Yeah. So
0: this is the cube from Hellraiser. Yes. And it's the bovine right. version. Are you uh-huh. suggesting that it's a world where cows have made. The Hellraiser Cube? Yeah, using cow tools. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> okay. the Skidwalker is sort of like Pinhead. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that checks I out. I think you follow it. Yeah, that's logically sound. <laughs> the cowboy protection team of Wasey Munsell, Chuck Swisher, and Ryder Rich.
1: No, no. But his name's Ryder Rich?
0: His name is Ryder
2: Rich, that's correct.
4: Ryder with a Y? Yeah. Yeah,
2: with a Y, yeah. Okay. I'm glad that Jasmine's having the same reaction to these names as <laughs> yeah, we so are. Yeah, you guys are so...
0: just like used to this by no, proximity, no, no. right?
2: Because yeah. we we have an ongoing thing where we we're we're completely astounded by American names. And this guy once was just like <laughs> accused us of being who's the guy from the Price of right, Price is Right? Uh, Steve Harveying. The cool. not for price for her, um but you know oh, having these family like food. family Feud, yeah. Yeah, yeah, having yeah. these having these big like overplayed reactions to them. I'm like, no, your names make no sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. They're
1: insane.
2: <laughs> Hit us with yeah. a couple of them
1: again, Ben.
0: Wacey Munsell,
2: Chuck Swisher,
0: <laughs> Ryder Rich. Yeah, Wacy, W-A-C-E-Y.
1: Wacey. Okay. And that's, that's the cowboy even... protection team. Yeah, and <laughs> n- cow- none
0: <laughs> of those three names are the best name in this sentence. Uh, <laughs> So the cowboy protection team of Wacy Munsell, Chuck Swisher, and Ryder Rich definitely had their work cut out for them, keeping riders safe from being trampled, while barrelman J.W. Winklepleck <laughs> exited to pack the <back laughs> reader. J.W. Winklepleck. J.W. Winklepleck. He's twirling right. his
1: little mustache, 100%. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's a barrelman? Uh... I don't know anything about extreme bulls, so, clearly. So
2: the so the first three guys are, cl- are ro- rodeo clowns, right? Is that what we're yeah? Uh, they're the protection
1: talk- team. I think they might also
2: be rodeo
0: clowns because that's their job is just to hop in there and distract the the bull while no other people.
1: Maybe you can't call them that anymore.
0: Don't trample them. Trample <laughs> me. Is the barrel man the guy that hides in the barrel <laughs> with <when> the bulls? <laughs> that's a thing. I'm not crazy. Oh, R- radio! You know that's—you'll see radio clowns will jump into a barrel when shit gets dicey, oh. which sounds
2: like cartoon <laughs> logic. <laughs> a barrel? I, yeah, like a wooden barrel, like well, like a like a creature hiding in its <laughs>
0: yeah, like Oscar the Grouch its
2: mound. It, it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's exactly what I'm describing. The barrel man is the guy that's inside the barrel. Oh. <laughs>
2: There is so much I don't know about bull riding. Same. Photos,
0: world-famous barrel man, Mr. Joker. Joker? Oh. The Joker? The that's joke. fake. The Joker? That's fake. That's surely that's got to be a nom de clown. Nom de rodeo clown.
1: <laughs> i am going to read all this later. Just Googling and it's like, what's the hardest bull to ride? And it's a bull called Bodacious.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> First thing you got to do is get your legs around it. Oh, come on, come <laughs> out. Come on. At just eighteen
0: years old, Jax Mills—that is spelled J-A-X—from uh, Rome, Texas, made his debut at the Greeley Stampede on Cockadoodle Moo. Nice. A funky ride earned the young man a re-ride. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, however, he was still unable to hang on to earn a score. You fucked up, Jax. Yeah. Creek Young from Rogersville, Missouri, was the first rider to hit the scoreboard with eighty-five points. The Bulls continued to dominate, as they will, <laughs> tossing riders off like ragdolls, as the next qualified ride didn't come until the third round, with Tyler Bingham from Howell, Utah scoring eighty-five point five on Sharp Dressed Man. <laughs> that's a fucking
2: great name for a Yeah, ball. that's
0: fantastic. <laughs>
2: There's so much culture over there.
0: They're just It's a rich tradition of throwing whatever shit they have at the yeah. wall. I guess when you've got 330, 340 million people, you can have 30 million people obsessed with the weirdest shit alive mm-hmm. all over the place. However, it was a tough night for three-time NFR champion Josh Frost as he tried to score another win on Wolf of Wall Street but failed <laughs> to meet the eight-second mark. <laughs>
2: It's so much funny, because we have horses that are named basically the same thing. Not Skinwalker, but... Yeah, <laughs> these yeah. are
1: horse-raising names.
2: But it's so much funnier when you get to interact with them. Yeah, when they're, like, killing you. When they're, like, yeah, they're, like, wrestling names now.
0: Yeah, when, like, you travel <laughs> <laughs> to Street death by Wolf heel. Of Wall Street. <laughs> 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 However, seven-time NFR champion Sage Kimsey earned a score of 81.5 for his performance on... Greeley Hatworks cash deal (laughs) I think that All five of those words are the name of the bull (laughs) Greeley Hatworks cash deal So
1: is he sponsored by the Greeley Hatworks? I
0: think the bull cash deal might be sponsored by Uh, Greeley, no Greeley Hatworks, yeah, I guess
1: (laughs) Greeley Hatworks is a hat shop in Garden City, Colorado
2: Beautiful it's, it's also a very funny industry to still have and The <laughs> <That> <laughs> name hat shame A bull's
4: from. <laughs> millinery. Yeah.
0: Also very funny bull that if you were trampled to death by Trampled to death by Greely Hatworks Cash Deal R.I.P With the golden black tassels on his chaps flying Kimsey oh. sat steady despite Cash Deal switching directions on his spin Of course it wouldn't oh. be an extreme bulls event without some chaos one bull charged a gate, causing damage to it, while another bull, Wild Child, got tangled in the barrier fence. As the bull struggled to free itself, Greeley Stampede wranglers swarmed the arena uh, to help the animal and keep spectators in the new tailgate section, located on the arena floor, safe. Thanks, wranglers. That's good. As the wrangler crew worked to reset the barrier, announcer Will Rasmussen quipped that there's <laughs> probably a lot of puddles from the folks in the tailgate area. Because they were very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's talking about piss. I think he's talking about piss.
0: (laughs) While the Cowboys provided plenty of thrills and spills, Rich took a few bumps and hits during the event's American bullfighting demonstration. That can't be like it's not like bullfighting like the like Like the Spanish style. Are you supposed to do that? Highly illegal and extremely bad. That can't be. They probably Mm. don't have swords. I don't... I don't know. That would be illegal, right? It might be. I mean, it's America. Who fucking knows? <laughs> As Rich was on the ground trying to protect himself from the bull, Munsell and Swisher jumped into action to attract the animal's attention away from their comrade. Fortunately, Rich wasn't seriously hurt and continued to stay on the arena floor until the end of the competition. Tyler Bingham and Hayes Waite, that is Weight, spelled W-E-I-G-H-T, shared the win with a tie score of 85.5 for their performances. Radio action is scheduled to continue at 1 p.m. Saturday, so you've missed out.
2: Yeah. I love that country yeah, so much. Yeah, it's not like the spaghetti thing. You can't go there because you heard this on the podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we preemptively asked if anyone wanted to go to the spaghetti dinner, so that's, that's different. We had a, a listener of the show go to an all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner in Duluth, I believe. Beautiful Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently the spaghetti was really bad. Oh, cost sixteen bucks sixty. It's
4: kind of hard Shame. to mess up spaghetti. No, well, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It was. It's an event put on by a frozen food company, um, okay. and I think it's just their frozen food produced on mass. From what it looked like, gotcha. worst-looking meatballs I've ever seen in my life.
4: See, because you can go to Olive Garden, and it's kind of all you can eat, also, and you know it's more reliable than. It's probably cheaper,
0: too. Probably at a very competitive price, I would imagine, (laughs) compared to the Grandma's Marathon Michelina's all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner.
1: (laughs) Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Wuntavista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources.
0: But hey, we all fuck up Sometimes it happens. It's time <laughs> for Poebody's Nerfick. Tick, 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 tick.
3: Nerfick. No, no, <Po> <laughs> Nerfick. No, oh, oh. whoopsie daisy.
0: It just feels like with every one of these that he makes, he sort of it stops having a joke element to the song and it's just he wants to make a a song Yeah, Yeah, he He wants to make real music. He He wants straight up make music. He could just be making songs for fun instead of this. Yeah. Beautiful though. This is from WWJTV in Detroit, Michigan. The whoosh. Livington County woman accidentally receives 10 boxes of live tilapia. (laughs) I don't like the phrasing of that headline. I don't think you can accidentally receive something. I think she was accidentally sent something. Like, yeah. she, didn't, she didn't mistakenly go, you know what, I'll have those. I, that's not the bit of the headline that stuck out to what? Me just oh, personally. No, don't worry about it. Uh, okay. There was a fishy situation in Livingston County last mm. week. Now, oh, that's just good, clean fun. Imagine returning home and finding boxes of live fish on your front porch. How about 10 boxes of live tilapia?
4: How does it, this might be a question, how is it live? I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm vegan, I don't know, yeah. but like, how is it, is it in a tank?
1: How is it okay? yeah. How's it like those little goldfish bags? Like. I'm <laughs> waiting
2: for the penny to drop personally. It's <laughs> I mean, like it's no, b- just no like, hey. There's no penny to
0: drop. The penny what? has dropped. The penny's on the floor. The the one photo I saw, it was like styrofoam boxes. So okay. I don't know
2: if they like Is that watertight? Can you put water in a styrofoam box? I mean
0: yeah, they're they're I mean they're watertight. I don't know how good the seal on the lid is, but I guess if you did that. But like you would need to have a very short because they'd like they'd this is probably the wrong term. De- deoxygenate the water quickly. Yeah, and then yeah. it's yeah, yeah. That sounds like science, right? Yeah. But I people, you can buy like pet fish on Amazon and stuff. Oh, and have having
1: delivered to you. There's
0: got to be really. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't. But I like guess fish are shipped
1: somehow, right? Are they coming fish from
0: fish are the... somehow? <laughs> are they, are they so coming true? from the warehouse? <laughs> well, like that, there's some guy who's not allowed toilet breaks who has to like run to get your fish Aww. from the thing and then Just
1: packing your tilapia.
0: Yeah, packing your ten boxes of tilapia. That was the situation one Brighton Township woman found herself in. Frantic, she reportedly contacted her landlord for help. That's not my first
1: that one, port no. of
0: call. No, <laughs> no. First of all, talk to your neighbors.
1: Yeah, is this yours?
0: Yeah, are these your ten boxes of live tilapia? Don't go straight to your landlord. Also, my landlord lives in Oregon. I don't think he would like know anything about this. Uh, CBS News Detroit spoke with the landlord, Dan DeCapua. She was just panicked about flies and what we should do. DeCapua said, "Okay, so she's gone to a landlord. He's responded, and he's gone to the news." Yeah, she didn't arranged. even want them to stay alive. <laughs> Unsure of what to do next, DiCaprio sought help on social media by posting a photo of the large delivery on a neighborhood group page. Less than wow. an hour later, he received a message from the rightful owner. First of all, no one can own a fish. You know they're free. That's true. That's true. They're their own things.
4: One hundred percent.
0: According to DiCaprio, the owner moved from the residence years ago, but accidentally sent the shipment there. The rightful owner reportedly ordered the items to be placed in a pond. Tilapia is known to combat algae.
4: You know, that is actually interesting. I'm just going to side note here. I have a little pond and there's a ton of algae and I was trying to figure out how to get rid of it. I've been trying all different tactics. None are working.
0: Have you tried ordering ordering tilapia tilapia on Amazon?
4: That is my next move. That is my next move. That's very helpful to know because I've been really trying to figure out how to get rid of it. (laughs) And what to do. I You've I got, got problems, all these plans. We've got solutions. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, <laughs> this podcast somehow. is mainly
0: it's hooking helpful. up people with pond problems with <laughs> tilapia as the solution.
4: This is very good to know. I'd probably buy the
2: fish from a shop though. Like probably yeah, yeah. like drive yeah. to one, I, yeah. I guess. So a tilapia rescue? <laughs> yeah. <Every laughs> Rehomed. There probably is. Surely. Rehomed.
4: Oh. Like.
2: <laughs> this, this, this one needs a lot of care But he's a sweetie <laughs> when to get to know him Just be careful You can't approach him too quickly He's to a rescue He gets very anxious Yeah, yeah. He's
0: Violent around Aww. children Not around them. kids <laughs> Oh, I wanted aging tilapia The last yeah. tilapia at the shelter as well Everyone wanted one of the little baby ones Because they're cuter
4: I think if this doesn't exist We have to start it <laughs> Tilapia rescue
0: shelter the We rescue. can yeah. <laughs> It's very strange to do the like he's done the equivalent of you're really drunk and you forgot to change the delivery address on like Uber or whatever. Yeah, and so your hamburgers have turned up at your friend's house or but whatever. It's but it's
1: ten boxes of ten boxes, boxes of yeah.
0: shipping live, live animals. fish. Yeah,
1: I'd probably double check.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, what's the shipping going to be on that? Actually, if this was on Amazon, I assume he's probably got Prime. Probably wasn't an issue. We don't endorse Amazon. This is not an ad for Amazon. Don't (laughs) don't buy anything from Amazon, but especially don't buy live fish from Amazon. (laughs) Quote, we didn't want to open any of the boxes to see what was going on. I mean, (laughs) what's going on in there is happening regardless of whether or not you look at it.
2: You know when you realize some people just live in very different worlds than you? Like, I get 10 boxes of something delivered to my... Like front porch, yeah. Apropos of nothing, I'm seeing what's going on. If you can yeah. hear a gentle swishing noise inside yeah.
0: the ten <laughs> polystyrene boxes that arrived at your front door, oh, you're peeping, peeping for real. Yeah. Uh, mm. I did look up the company that sent them, and yes, you can send tilapia all over the world. DiCaprio said, "Don't. Don't. If you must send tilapia in the post, keep it domestic." There is no reason to be internationally shipping fish. They can't comprehend
4: it.
2: They don't know what's going on.
4: What if they do understand and they're like globe trotters and they're like oh. they're excited that they're traveling? Like yeah. it's kind of like yeah. influencer fish. Like Yeah. They run I'm the, the tilapia shipping yeah. site. Yeah. There's All like-
2: of human evolution has arrived at a solution to send them. Across the world,
0: they can finally live their dreams. Yeah, in fish
2: starting like Instagram
0: Wanderlust.
1: Yeah, you could send tilapia to Vanuatu.
0: Oh, they'd love it over there. It's beautiful. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> oh. I just don't feel like a fish's life dramatically changes depending on what country that it's in. Like, we don't, do we know? We don't no, know. I Really, we know very know. little. Who knows what happens in the mind of a fish? Fish jet lag. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think fish have um sleep cycles. Like,
2: do, I don't know anything about fish. It
4: might it might vary depending on the fish. We'd have that to specifically look.
2: Yeah, if you're a sunfish,
4: yeah, you probably yeah. going
2: to want to be up
0: up yeah. there. I think. Yeah, so you're, <laughs> It's because sun is in the name. You think there may yeah. be like a. Yeah, the <laughs> sun's in
1: the sky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You are the Buddha Visitor Comedian of the Week. I'm not playing the theme song because it's so fucking long. We're not playing that.
2: We have to make a radio edit version of that. I'll just make a new one. No,
0: everyone likes it. Most people like it. This isn't the first bizarre encounter with a tenant, DiCaprio says, and he's sure it won't be the last. He provides no more information about that claim. Yeah. What an
2: absurd thing to say.
1: That's a strange thing to say.
2: It's a lot of fun being a landlord. Yeah, you never
1: know what's going to happen.
2: Hey, if you ordered
0: 10 boxes of live tilapia and they never turned up, you might assume that you had been scammed. It's time for Scam Watch. This is from the Kansas City Star... All right, just before we get into this story, there is some nuance to this. This is a you'll, – you'll, yeah, okay. you'll see. 17-year-old high school student was actually a 28-year-old woman, Louisiana cops say.
1: <laughs> we got a never-been-kissed situation. It's a never been kiss
0: situation, <laughs> yeah. Which has happened like several times in the last year, I feel. And none of them have been like – I. None of them have had any element of like the, the impropriety that you would assume would be happening, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know. This is weird. This is not even the first one on the show. No. No. Well, there was that other one
0: where the woman was doing it for like social media or something. Yeah. Very strange. Oh, yeah. Incidentally, they've all been women. Hmm. Much to think about. <laughs> In a bizarre scenario, straight out of a movie. Yeah. They've never been kissed. Yeah. That one movie that was that- about this. <laughs> Bizarre scenario straight out of that one movie. A 28-year-old woman pretended to be 17 and managed to successfully enroll as a ninth grader in a Louisiana high school, investigators say. The masquerade came to an end June 13th when deputies with the St. Charles Parish Sheriff's Office arrested the woman and her 46-year-old mother on fraud charges, according to a news release. Quote, on Monday, May 29th, detectives were notified by officials of the St. Charles Parish Public Schools of a possible adult attending Harnville High School in Butte, Louisiana? Butte? Butte?
4: I think it's Butte.
0: Butte? Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Uh, during the 2022 to 2023 school year, officials said, quote, school administration received a tip that a female student who was on record as being 17 years old was in fact an adult, possibly in her mid-20s. School administration began an internal investigation and later notified the sheriff's office of their findings. The woman, who was from Honduras, attended the school an entire year as a ninth grader before being Holy discovered, officials said at a press conference.
2: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Incredible.
2: Like, you've got to feel good like six months in, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, surely yeah. you've gotten away with it. If you can do it for six months, you
0: can do it for ten years. You can do it forever, yeah. yeah. I... So, like it's obviously impressive enough. Nine hours of school, nope, six hours of school, however long they make kids be at school during the day. That that is impressive to manage to keep that up for an entire year. But there's like the other shit you have to do to pretend to be a high school student. The like the, the social stuff, the extracurriculars. Are you cultivating a friend group?
1: Yeah, do you just want to have the friend group you never had in high school?
0: Dream friend group. Mm. Mm. The popular but empathetic kids, like the nice popular kids. It's you <laughs> get a second oh. time around with those guys. <laughs> like, I guess the easiest way is to be uh, like, what's the weird loner girl from the breakfast? Cl- cl- what's that? Oh,
3: Alice
1: yeah. Sh- Shady? Shady? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Do you want to do that style where you just like, don't make any friends because that'll only make your life more complicated. But then you will get bullied. And you don't want to be a 28-year-old woman getting bullied by teens. Yeah. yeah.
1: You can do that on the streets.
0: Yeah, literally walk around. The streets around of Hobart. <laughs> and look a little weird. <laughs> Wear skinny jeans. And then a group of kids will walk past you and be like, uh, <laughs> "That guy's jeans Midge. much.
1: That guy's sus. <laughs> <laughs> well, Did they say how,
4: how she got outed? Like how they found out? Yeah. Well... She, she must was have got dubbed in by somebody. Yeah. Like maybe her friend group was like turned on her or something.
0: Maybe. It was yeah. a tip from a female student. Oh. So 100% oh. I reckon pickens. she wronged, you know, there was yeah. some internecine argument and then bam, she's like, oh, really? You're going to start dating Brad? Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm going to the sheriff's <laughs> office. <laughs> it was horrible. Never report a friend to the sheriff's office. Yeah. Also, don't date Brad if he's 17 or 27. Oh, yeah, don't. No, no, no. Fingers crossed she wasn't doing that. Uh, She entered the US in the fall of 2021 and Sheriff Greg Champagne said photos. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Like, I know he's a cop, but part of me wants to be friends with Greg Champagne. Imagine partying with Greg Champagne. (laughs) The night never ends with Greg Champagne. (laughs) Uh, Greg Champagne said photos indicate, quote, she could very easily be taken for a young teenager. Detectives say her mother, who was living in the country on an expired visa, used a fraudulent passport and birth certificate to enroll her daughter in school. Oh, Quote, the big question is, what was the purpose of this? Why was she doing it? Is there something nefarious? Champagne said at a press conference. Up next is a truly incredible sentence to me. I love this. Quote, based on everything that we know, the answer is no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all above board. <laughs> Great. Sounds like she just wanted to go to
3: school.
4: Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. like she gets to stay in the country because she, she gets benefits from being well, in school. F- maybe. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought. But from the sounds of this...
0: It's it's even better than that. It's um, Not that angle. She was in school. She minded her own business. She did her schoolwork. She caused no trouble. She was oh, not shit. a disciplinary problem. The information we got about the reason for her doing this was simple. She wanted to learn English. Oh. Aww. What's the crime? Yeah. What's, what's the, crime? the crime here? Let her stay in school. Yeah.
2: yeah. Let let her cook or let, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I probably wouldn't do this if this was a twenty-eight-year-old man. Uh, disguising himself as a 17-year-old to attend high school. But I feel like, I think this woman's on the level. Let her learn English.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the problem is there was no other solution for her to learn English. She had no other way. There was no, you know, stuff set up for her to learn English. So she had to go
0: and pretend to be a teen. I feel like if your mom is like forging a birth certificate and a passport for you, it's like, Probably because there was no other options available. You're not just doing that for fun. It's not like, well, there's those night courses, but, ah, fuck it. Let's just send you to school for a year disguised as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way. Yeah. It seems like the option of last resort. Also, you've got to talk to teenagers so much. That would be awful. That would be terrible. Although, (laughs) you would be like leagues ahead of your peers, your adult peers, on the drip. You would have like your outfits sorted. You've got like, you know what young kids are wearing yeah. because mm. you're pretending to be one. Especially American high schools, no school uniforms. True. You've got to learn how to fit in
1: yeah, or you'd be getting bullied. The drip.
0: You have to secure the drip. <laughs> this 28 year old woman had Zuma drip on lock for 12 <laughs> months. Are they still Zumas or are they alphas now? How old's an alpha? I thought they were like kids.
2: Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Can't keep track of children aren't from a generation. They're just sort of like the kids. An assemblage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. I am so not used to the idea of being not in the young, cool generation that if the second one was to start forming their own trends and habits, I would be absolutely mentally fucked. Be done. Yeah. Once alphas start doing whatever the sequel to vaping is i'm tapping out (laughs) going out into the woods i'm living in a cabin i'll continue dressing in the way i do now i don't want to deal with that
2: i think it'll come back ben what you're doing in like 15 years yeah
0: i reckon for sure generation alpha is going to be wearing ruggers and flannos yeah and they're going to look at people that aren't wearing those and be like oh gross yuck mid yeah that's mid for real the mother and daughter who share a home in Butte are charged with one count each of injury to public records, uh, a law covering the alteration or falsification of public records. If found guilty, the two could pay thousands of dollars in fines and serve up to five years prison time. Aww. Bullshit. Let them go. Yeah, yeah
1: that's... Let her cook.
0: Let that mother and daughter school fraud team cook. The school is about 25 miles west of New Orleans and has about 1,400 students in grades 9 through 12, according to the district. Uh, May twenty fourth was last day of classes for the twenty twenty two to twenty three school year, and seniors graduated May seventeen. record show.
2: So hang on, I thought they were counting years differently than over here. So when so over over here, when you're in year twelve, you're a seventeen year old. But in sh- Queensland, that yeah. She's... But in no other states. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In, well,
0: in the rest of Australia, you graduated eighteen. We we do things a little differently up yep. here. Uh, <laughs> well, we graduate grade eleven.
2: Oh,
4: really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, why is this nine?
1: 16.
2: I don't understand. So, so, but she, oh. is she in there as an older student? Oh. So, which is a strange dynamic, right? Because then all of the kids in year nine, which I would understand to be like 14 or so, would be like, yeah, she looks a little bit older, but she's 17. Yeah. Right. 17.
1: Yeah. Those 17-year-olds look so old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's a clever juke. She's so cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's got the
0: drip. (laughs) We are literally the only people on the planet saying that, I think. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're so old. (laughs) The 22-year-olds that work at the bar love it when I tell them that they have secured the drip. They think it's great. (laughs) It's so nice to now be an embarrassing liability for younger people. I never thought that would happen to me. District officials released a statement noting their enrollment requirements and procedures are aligned with state law. Yeah, we didn't do shit, is what they're saying. Good. In this case, however, the standard documents provided by a parent may have been fraudulent. Yeah, I think that might be right. No crime.
1: No crime.
4: No No crime. No. No.
0: Like, what are you going to do? You're going to... I don't know what the options are. It's nothing or pretend to be a high school student, go to high school, that's it. Wanting to learn English, and doing so by pretending to be a high school student and then attending for an entire year at an American high school... Why, that's only natural. It's time for Nature Corner.
3: Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, built a kisser, Nature Corner, Rubbercraft.
0: this is a press release from Cell Press. Worms use electricity to jump. Sick. That's it?
2: Sums it up? That that rocks. That's cool as fuck.
0: That really rocks. Why would you even... (laughs) Good on them. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing it and have been doing it, I guess. (laughs) Unless this is new, in which case, congratulations. (laughs) In nature, smaller animals often attach themselves to larger ones to hitch a ride and save energy migrating large distances. In a paper published on June 21st in the journal Current Biology, researchers show how microscopic... They've written it out in full here, but I'm just going to call them C. elegans like everyone does because I can't. I can't pronounce the first word. Yeah, uh, but it's your favourite worm, Theo. You love sea elegans. Yeah,
2: I do, I do. Um, but there's actually a UN plan in now in action to make us so that we all have to eat them.
0: Yeah, they will yeah. make you eat the worms. Yeah, that's the thing. In fact, yeah. We will
2: be on the sea elegans diet.
0: Yep. You know how many times you've made the C. elegans diet joke? Yeah, know, 100% more than it, once. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we've
1: had C. elegans on here before. Yeah, for this sure. isn't
0: the first C. elegans story we've done. <sighs> Uh, researchers show how microscopic sea elegance worms can use electric fields to jump across petri plates or onto insects, allowing them to glide through oh. the air and attach themselves. For example, <laughs> this, onto naturally so charged onto bumblebees. Insects? Yeah, onto bugs. That's right. Oh, they're just little guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're little guys doing extraordinary things. Yeah. Mm. Quote, pollinators, such as insects and hummingbirds, are known to be electrically charged. We all know this. uh uh-huh. uh <laughs> And it is believed that pollen is attracted by the electric field formed by the pollinator and the plant, says Takumi Sugi, uh, biophysics professor at Hiroshima University and co-senior author on the study. That's fucking dope. That's did sick. you guys know that they were picking up the pollen by being electrically charged? No. no, did not. I don't know what I was picturing otherwise. I guess they're just doing little shit with their hands.
4: I thought they did they- a little roll around, a little dance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they, I don't know. They're, they're, they're,
2: they're little- scooping. Scoop man. Like, like at Whole Foods, putting that <laughs> in their little bags. Yeah, that's, that's true, a nice yeah. Little like a little North buffet. America reference there. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> that's nice.
0: Quote, however, it was not completely clear whether electric fields are utilized for interactions between different terrestrial animals. The researchers first began investigating this project when they noticed that the worms they cultivated often ended up on the lids of petri dishes opposite to the agar they were placed on. But the team attached a camera to observe this behavior. <laughs> oh. It was not just because worms were climbing up the walls of the dish. That's fucking incredible. That rules the... That's wild. I want even... to see that footage. Oh my God. I want to see the jumping worm footage so bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's That's got to be a really small camera. Sea <laughs> organs no. are like less than a centimeter. Oh, they're tiny, aren't they? Long, right? They're like millimeters long. Tiny. Uh, instead, they were leaping from the floor of the plate to the ceiling. Suspecting travel by electric field, the researchers placed worms on a glass <laughs> electrode and found that they only leapt to another electrode once charge was applied. So they're setting that's up so like like two Tesla coils and then a worm shooting. Between a little... them.
2: <laughs> what was that? What was that their first thought? Like oh Yeah, that wouldn't be oh, my first. Electric
0: fields. Hey God, electric certain. fields. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. What if they just coiled their tails into like a spring, Army yeah. style? <laughs> What if they took a big run up? <laughs> Worms jumped at an average speed of 0. 0.86 meters per second, which is close to a human's walking speed.
3: That's wild. for a worm. For a worm.
0: For a worm. That's fucking zipping along. <laughs> uh it's, this increased with electric field intensity. Probably Faster? like up to a point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but I mean, There's probably you'd get to a point where you're just electrocuting the worm, right? Yeah. You've got to find the perfect middle ground between worm speed and worm execution. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually working to make worm electrocution illegal in most of the states in the US at the moment. I I hope that comes through. Next, the researchers rubbed flower pollen on a bumblebee so that it could exhibit a natural electric charge. Also very cute to imagine. Super
1: cute, staticky bee.
0: How is he going to get pollen on a bee, huh? Once close to those bees, worms stood on their tails, then jumped aboard.
1: (laughs) Just like hitching a ride. Yeah, Yeah. this is so cute. Tiny worm
0: standing on its tail. Bee flying past. (laughs) Worm just getting like fucking sucked up into a UFO style. Oh my god! Straight to the bee. Just going to skitch on you for a bit. Uh, some worms even piled on top of each other and jumped in a single column. Amazing. Oh, wow. wow. Get this. Transferring 80 worms at once across the gap. What? Was the bee like,
4: uh, I didn't ask for this? Yeah. Why yeah. are you guys jumping uh, on me? I will take worms. two or
0: three easily. 80 <laughs> yeah, seems really like a pushing lot. Pushing your luck here. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: How How big are they, Theo? You're, you're our C. elegans expert. Oh, I only know the joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. But they're small enough to go on, I don't know. Are they did a nematode?
3: Is
0: this
2: what we're talking yeah. about? We're saying worms, but for nematodes? I think we're saying
0: that. Aren't they the one that you did? You did like a whole very wordy Oh, a, a roundworm.
2: About... Yeah.
0: Oh, wait. No, sorry. Nematodes and are not. Sea elegans are not a nematode. Or are they? This Yeah, yeah they free,
2: They're free living transparent nematode, one millimeter in length. We so really... how many were you talking? Okay. Eight, yeah. All 180 right. of those. That was... That's 8 centimetres of
0: worms. That's, that's a eight lot. That's actually a
1: lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And for American listeners, that's four furlongs yeah. of worms. Eight, an 8 centimetre worm is actually long enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's that's, small
0: that's to that's me. That's that on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> the average in some countries.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe this is them jumping across the gap, maybe not onto the bee. Oh, I don't think sure. that's going to fit well, on a bee. Well, no,
0: this is in the same paragraph as like the bee Like a worm one. fairy? I think it's, I'm picturing 80 worms on a bee and you can't tell me not to it's picture that. It's a bumblebee. <laughs> they're quite big. My mind is my own kingdom and I'll do what I want in there. Quote, worms stand on their tail to reduce the surface energy between their body and the substrate, thus making it easier for themselves to attach to other passing objects, Sugi says. In a column, one worm lifts multiple worms, and this worm takes off to transfer across the electrical field while carrying all the column worms. So they're still in a string, and there's one worm who is attached to the bee, and between a bee and 79 other worms doing the bit from Spider-Man where he's trying (laughs) to stop the train and he's getting stretched. C. elegans is known to attach to bugs and snails for a ride, but because these animals don't carry electric fields well, they must make direct contact contact to do so. C. elegans is also known to jump on winged insects, but it was not clear how the worms were traversing such a significant distance for their microscopic size. This research makes the connection that winged insects naturally accumulate charge as they fly, producing an electric field that C. elegans can travel along. This is great. Friendship ended with (laughs) bugs and snails. (laughs) Bees yeah. are my best friends now.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you had to choose, right, especially if you're going to get zipped up there by electric field, mm. you've got to go the B option, right? I'm choosing the B every time. Bumblebee's got a good vibe. Option yeah. B. He's
1: a cute little guy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
0: And it's not like the snails and slugs aren't going to get you anywhere.
1: No faster, faster than enough. you're going as a sea elegance.
0: Yeah. If... um. If you decided one time to go on a slug instead of a bee, you could call it Slug Night. That's there, the name uh, of one of your songs. was <laughs> yeah. actually just, one that I was going to use as the outro, so that's, um, that's a very nice thematic. i have waiting point. to drop that. Yeah. I am the Buntavista Comedian of the Week. <laughs> it's unclear exactly how C. elegans performs this behavior, well, very carefully, for one. Mm. The worm's genetics might play a role. Researchers observed jumping in other worm species closely related to C. elegans, and they noted that mutants who are unable to sense electric fields jump less than their normal counterparts. Mutants?
1: What's a mutant C. elegans? We hate those
0: filthy mutants. (laughs) They can barely jump onto bees. (laughs) There's a lot
2: of of things that I need answered in that sentence, though. (laughs) Like, how do they know? Which ones are the mutants? Yeah, how, how do you know like they're not vibing on electric fields? Oh, you're wondering whether some of them are just
0: opting out because they don't want to, not because they can't sense them? I don't really want to go on a bee. I'm fine, actually. I like it down I'm good. here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm more of a slug guy. I'm actually
2: a terrestrial worm, so I shan't be doing that. <laughs> of the ground, in the ground, for the ground, yeah. by the ground.
0: However, more work is needed to determine exactly what genes are involved in making these jumps, jinkos, I think, and whether other microorganisms mm. can use electricity to jump as well. Science is beautiful. Yes. Gorgeous. That's fucking amazing. Um, I think that technically was an episode of the podcast Bunt Vista. Uh, Jasmine, thank you so much for coming well, on this. Thank you research. for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, you can pre order right now uh the re release of Wait to Pleasure uh from Mexican Summer, I believe. Yeah. Shockingly affordable postage rates to Australia. Uh, I got sure. uh more faithful in Wait to Pleasure for um, a, a, a tidy tidy amount compared to how much those oh, oversight. That's good to know. Are. Wow. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you think, damn, that sounds good, stop the podcast. <laughs> pull up Mexican summer on your phone. Run. Watch Goon. <laughs> that's right. And watch Goon. <laughs> Specifically <laughs>
4: for one scene where it's in the background of a bar. The music in the bar is playing. You can't really hear it.
2: But- as, as far as we know, that's the only way you could hear <laughs> yeah, No Joy. The title track <laughs> of Ghostbusters. Is the
4: best way to hear the recording,
2: honestly? <laughs> it's actually it's so much warmer
0: when it's in Goon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then really turn to it. your partner who's sitting next to you on your couch and say, that's No Joy, when you hear <laughs> No Joy playing during Goon. <laughs> um is there you probably are you touring at the moment as well do you have shows coming up um not just one show in october nothing
4: too crazy but i would love to play australia someday so
0: yeah I get, get down here you can, you can borrow my car from <laughs> yeah. getting from uh <laughs> brisbane to sydney and then we'll, we'll sort it out from there yeah yeah uh thank you very much yeah thanks well, for um, having me and thank you the listener for listening stay safe out there uh, you can hear us again this week on the bonus episodes if you like. Patreon.com slash Punta Vista, but only if you feel like it. No pressure. Bye. 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 Bye.